Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. The House of Representatives is poised to vote a referral to the Justice Department of contempt of Congress of one of its former members, Donald Trump's chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Sometimes you can get accustomed to the totally abnormal, outlandish events surrounding the January 6th insurrection. But there's nothing about January 6th to which we should ever get accustomed. And what is astonishing in the reveal that occurred on Capitol Hill last night as text messages from Donald Trump's allies in the media, from his son, all to Mark Meadows. What we learned in those text messages is that Donald Trump and his elite set of allies in the White House, in the media, were keenly aware that the lie he had been telling for months about the election being stolen, which it was not, had resulted in this horrific, violent insurrection on the 6th of January. How do I know that they all knew it resulted in that? because they were pleading with Meadows to get Trump to intervene and halt the attack on the Capitol, something he wouldn't do for hours. So that House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack voted last night to refer out to the full House this contempt of Congress charge against Meadows. If indeed, as expected, the House will vote to do that, it will then go to the Department of Justice, which will have to decide if indeed it will pursue charges against Meadows, similar to the way that DOJ handled the Steve Bannon case. Benny Thompson, the chairman of the House Select Committee looking at January 6th, kicked off the congressional debate today about this action against Meadows. His time as a member of the House should make him more aware of the potential consequences of defying a congressional subpoena. We've given Mr. Meadows every opportunity to cooperate with our investigation. He's brought this situation on himself, but there's no doubt in my mind that he, he's in contempt of Congress. It is pretty remarkable to think that this is the House of Representatives acting against one of its own former members. It really is worth stepping back and just appreciating and understanding just how rare a moment like this is. So how did the committee build the case to get the House to vote this way today? Well, they did it with Mark Meadows' help. Remember, he turned over some 9,000 pages of documents to the committee. That was back when he was cooperating with their work before he decided to start defying the congressional subpoena for testimony. And it was the top Republican on the committee, Liz Cheney of Wyoming, who methodically took us through some of the text messages that Mark Meadows himself turned over to this committee to help bolster the case and the understanding that the White House was totally aware of what was happening up on the Capitol in real time. Earlier today, Cheney quoted from a couple of text messages from lawmakers up on Capitol Hill to their former colleague, Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. Quote, it is really bad up here on the Hill. Another one, the president needs to stop this ASAP. Another one, fix this now. In last night's committee hearing, Cheney took us through 
a series of text messages that Donald Trump Jr. sent to Mark Meadows. He's got to condemn this shit ASAP. The Capitol Police tweet is not enough, Donald Trump Jr. texted. Meadows responded, quote, I'm pushing it hard, I agree. Still, President Trump did not immediately act. Donald Trump Jr. texted again and again, urging action by the president. Quote, we need an Oval Office address. He has to lead now. It has gone too far and gotten out of hand, end quote. Again, Trump Jr. here totally exposed as a fraudster. He was out there selling the big lie. He's still totally enmeshed in MAGA world. And yet you see, in real time, he understood that he had to plead with the chief of staff to get his dad to quell this violent insurrection that that big lie resulted in. And of course, it wasn't just members of Congress or family members and close allies. It was also the allies at that big megaphone of the big lie that calls itself Fox News. Mark. The president needs to tell people in the Capitol to go home. This is hurting all of us. He is destroying his legacy, Laura Ingram wrote. Please get him on TV, destroying everything you have accomplished, Brian Kilmeade texted. Quote, can he make a statement, ask people to leave the Capitol, Sean Hannity urged. Now, you didn't see any of those people actually covering the reality of what they were pleading with Meadows to get Trump to stop. No. Instead, what you saw in real time was Laura Ingram saying this is an Antifa-led attack. Well, if it was Antifa-led, would she need to plead with Mark Meadows to get Trump to stop it? Come on. And in the entire year since, you've had the Fox News Network trying to whitewash the entire January 6th event. Now, if the Department of Justice does indeed bring this matter before a grand jury, if Meadows is indicted, and if he's found liable for contempt of Congress, well, he could potentially serve up to a year in prison. Meadows made very clear last night on Fox News precisely what his defense is against this potential contempt of Congress charge. When you look at, at the, the criminal uh, component of this, the intent, there's never been an intent on my part. I've tried to, to share non-privileged information, but truly the, the executive privilege that Donald Trump has claimed is his to waive. It's not mine to waive. It's not Congress's to waive. And that's why we filed a lawsuit to hopefully get the, the courts to weigh in. Donald Trump and his allies are nothing more than con artists. But the danger, the danger in what they've done is they have successfully sold this lie, not only to lead to a violent insurrection on January 6th, but now to lead to perhaps elections being overturned illegitimately in 2022 and 2024 as they seek to get those supporters committed to the big lie that completely believe it into positions of elections oversight in key states. That is the real ongoing threat as a result of all of this. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.